I briefly chatted about this during the intro for the last episode. So if you haven't checked out my chat with Sarah Hines, go back and listen to it after this episode. Okay, shameless plug aside. Over the past few weeks, I've been really in tune with my ability to know when people need to meet. So let's take a deeper dive into all of this before I explain this kind of innate sense of knowing who needs to meet. We're getting a bit deeper into the human design space than we ever have before. So buckle in, put a helmet on and hang on. In my human design, yes, I say this a lot, but I think it's really important to know how individualized all of us can be and how it shows up in our daily lives. So in my human design, gate 45 is called the gatherer. That's the little circle on the lower right hand square of the throat chakra if you're looking at a chart. Anyway, consciously, I have this natural ability to see it to see what is required for the success of a group and to gather the people and the resources to create it. I'm here to protect the resources of the community, and I also have a voice to be able to lead, gather those around me who are meant to be there, creating harmony and manifesting what that community needs. Although, I need help physically doing it. So what the fuck does this mean? It boils down to having this innate sense of knowing when people will vibe, knowing when they need to meet, and knowing that I've made those connections to be able to connect those two people. It's like a right place at the right time kind of feeling. Only recently, I've been really feeling into this and leaning into it by actually connecting people who I feel need to be connected. In the past, I've made connections where I see fit, but I've never had such a strong urge to connect people. I think that's come from the more open I've allowed myself to be in embracing my design. Crazy how things connect and happen, right? Anyway, what does this look like and feel like in action? So as you probs know, I love connecting with fellow RDs, and a lot of people I connect with were from Instagram. Often we'll chat in DMs, really vibe, or sometimes I'll just like see their profile and know immediately that we're going to vibe, and then sometimes we hop on an Instagram video chat, and that's where we get a better sense of who each other is, and that's often when I realize who else I know in the RD space that this person will really vibe with. Again, I don't know where this feeling comes from, but it happens. I inform them and make an introduction. This is a superpower of mine. I didn't even realize how helpful it could be until I started facilitating masterminds for RDs. Knowing who will vibe with each other and without even knowing their human design, being able to bring people into the space who could vibe off of each other's energy in such a beautiful way. All of this to say, sometimes we really overlook our amazing superpowers or we don't even see them as being valuable to the work that we do. If you haven't already, click the link in the show notes and explore your human design as you listen to this episode. Once you've checked yours out, let me know what you are. I love looking at other people's charts and it's it can be a real reaffirmation of how incredibly unique we all are. Oh, and if you'd like to start harnessing your design and doing business in a way that feels 100% aligned, I would love for you to join an upcoming mastermind where I'll connect you to fellow RDs who you'll totally vibe with and have an amazing sounding board and collective mind to give you the space to grow your business differently. Talking about right place, right time, let's hop into my convo with Brooke West, a board certified specialist in sports dietetics who approaches fueling a wide variety of athletes from a functional nutrition lens. She uses specialized lab testing to focus on fueling health and performance from the inside out. Her area of expertise includes digestive issues and hormonal issues. 
Let's chat. Brooke, welcome to the podcast. I'm super stoked that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Of course. All right. Well, let's hop right into three questions and then obviously we'll learn a little bit more about you after that. Cool. Sounds cool. All right. What is your bucket list travel destination? I'm actually about to go on my dream destination trip to Costa Rica. I know. I'm going to go live and work there for two months. So I'm going to be all over in the Southern Pacific region. And then I'm going to go over to the Nicoya Peninsula. So I'm I'm obsessed with that place. I've been there once. And so we're making the ultimate long dream trip happen. Dude, that's awesome. And escaping the winter cold, even better. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Question number two, what is your favorite meal of all time? Any type of handmade, like real pasta dish. Ooh. You know, like what I'm talking about, like even like, of course I know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like so good. Dietitians don't fear carbs. We embrace them. Yes, girl. Is there any particular sauce that you would want on said pasta? I'm a big ragu girl. Not going to lie. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. And then third, probably most important question ever, coffee or cocktails? Coffee. Yeah, okay. that, that's an easy one to answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely coffee. <laughs> How do you take it? I'm a latte, but I, like, do coconut milk lattes or oat milk lattes. And a lot of times so, I do decaf because I love okay. drinking it so much, you know? I'm like, I can't just be, like, jacked up all day, so. That's fair. The alternative latte with slightly less caffeine. I get it. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. I feel like we know everything about you now, Brooke, but let's learn a little bit about your RD journey. Where did that begin? So I went to school originally to study criminal justice and counterterrorism work. That's exactly different. So, right. And so I ended up, you know, not going to school. That was not my path. And I went to study nutrition later in a roundabout way. So I was a, a student that came around later. And honestly, it was because of my own personal health journey. I was struggling with migraines and a lot of issues. And I worked with this really awesome kind of holistic neurologist. And she started talking to me about vitamins and minerals and how we can support through food. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And I took my first nutrition class and that kind of got the ball rolling from there. I was about 21 or 22 when I actually started studying nutrition. Okay. So I kind of love that you took it from an alternative health approach, right? Like a lot of the times RDs kind of get into the world because of like an ED or disordered Mm -hmm. eating of some sort, but it's really cool that you found it through another health practitioner who was talking to you about this. What was that experience like for you? Honestly, I feel like I'm really blessed that I had that experience because I don't know a lot of healthcare providers that that's their go-to. And she was so understanding when I was like, wait, you know, I'm asking all these questions. I'm a very curious person. And I'm like, what does this medicine do? Like, this seems weird that I need to take this for a migraine. Like, are we, you know, are you open to talking about alternatives? And she was, and she was really supportive and super knowledgeable. And so that experience was really great. And she was willing to answer my questions and really spend time with me, which I also really value from a, a healthcare provider. Yeah. That was really kind of my first intro. And I went about things and I'll say I haven't had issues with migraines ever since my early 20s when I really cleaned up uh, the types of foods I was eating. I'll be totally honest. When I was younger, before studying nutrition, I would eat like Top Ramen and Chef Boyardee and like all of these horribly 
processed foods and very much I was lacking real food, nutrition and micronutrients. And so she really helped me overhaul my life. And then I wanted to help others do the same. Very cool. Okay. So obviously that led you on your own nutrition journey. And then what was next? So I studied nutrition at Virginia Tech and I got really involved with sports and performance. I worked as a personal trainer. I taught group fitness. I used to be able to have a full conversation while doing burpees simultaneously. Cannot do that anymore. Um, Really interesting fun fact. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I worked out all the time because I was teaching and I was talking while I was doing the things. So it was really cool. And I started working at Virginia Tech Athletics and got to see like behind the scenes. If anyone's a football fan, like Frank Beamer's last year's there um, and working with athletes. I primarily worked with Olympic sports. And so everything kind of morphed into me wanting to learn more about how to support the body holistically from a nutrition perspective and also how to really optimize human health and performance. And so that kind of led me down the path that I went after my internship and I worked, um, for a company doing like, it was a tech startup. So I worked helping develop an app for military and first responders and doing all the nutrition stuff. So, so cool. it was, I have a very weird story and path, but I think my like preceptors and, you know, my director thought I was crazy because I was always <laughs> doing all these other things and it was not traditional at all. But I mean, I, it's so cool. And there's just so many other avenues than clinical. Oh, girl, a hundred percent. Okay. Let's open that book. Let's talk about some of the other avenues. So designing a sports app. What? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't do any of the fancy tech stuff, but I helped create, um, I basically explained to the computer guys all the different trains of thoughts and we developed algorithms so that thousands of people use this app and they could create their own meal plans that would be like tailored from all the recipes I had done. I created about 600 recipes. It was freaking a lot. No doubt. Um, I did have help from an amazing, an amazing dietitian who did come on board and help do that. So at the end, so that was great. Um, but it was very, very non-traditional. And now I work with in private practice, a lot of military first responders still, cause I'm very familiar with the challenges that come with that job. It's just so yeah. unique, you know, like working totally. in the field and like, Hey, how do we navigate nutrition when you're living out of a tent for a couple months? For sure. Um, you know, and we're, we're supplementing things that you're provided by the military and it's, it's kind of like a big puzzle. So I've really enjoyed that. And I also work a lot with what I call everyday athletes, like people who just, you know, want to be able to move their body intentionally and go on adventures and hike and rock climb and travel and backpack and do all those things and still fuel their body and feel like they're actually optimizing their health and performance. Girl. I'm literally speechless. That is fucking awesome. So let's break that down. First of all, I think thinking outside the box for an RD is really challenging, right? Like we are fed clinical, like basically spoon fed clinical our entire like undergrad. And to think of any other job that exists for an RD, especially in like the tech world is unfathomable. So that is awesome that you've been able to like be in that world. And now you can like talk to us a little bit about it. So very cool. Also, I don't think I've ever spoken to an RD who works specifically with the like the first responders slash military world. And I feel like that is really kind of an untouched environment because yes, a lot of those guys do have access to an RD on base, but not trying to shame RDs on base. You guys are still kind of within that clinical world and you have a very limited scope, which kind of sucks. So 
let's talk a little bit about how you can work with that group of people. My husband's in the Air Force, so like I, I kind of understand it a little bit. I would love to know a little bit more about that. I really love working with military and first responders because there's just so many unique barriers that you don't really think about in the day to day. Everyone obviously has their challenges, you know, not to belittle anyone's like lifestyles, but it's just really interesting when it's like, hey, how do I navigate a day where I had to drop everything, didn't have time to eat and put out a fire for a couple hours? You know, it's just yeah. it's, it's a really exciting thing to work through. Um, and they do have great dietitians there, but they're doing so many things. And it's like not enough humans to give that really in-depth kind of like really the in-depth attention they need because they're putting their bodies under so much stress. And the most common thing I see is overtraining, underfueling, overcaffeinating, not sleeping. Like yeah. there's certainly a lot of cultural things and that the military for sure where it's unique challenges and it's, it's really fun to work through it. And I do know um, a couple really good tactical dietitians. And I think that that space is starting to become like a thing and, and yeah. a niche, which is really exciting, especially those who maybe have former experience or they have military family. I was not, I did not serve, but I have a lot of family who did um, and a brother who's about to deploy. So oh. I'm familiar with a lot of those things. And yeah. I understand that a DFAC is not glamorous. And like, <laughs> you know, I will, and I know that sometimes the only joy you have is going through the fry line. Like I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to take that away from you. So yeah. it's been a really fun experience to learn even more how I can serve tactical athletes and first responders. Very cool. I, I know you and I talked talked briefly about this off air, but including labs in your work, I find to be really cool. Is that something that you brought on early in your practice or something that kind of just found its way in a little bit later? Connection, collaboration, growth, and true community. Those are just a few of the amazing aspects of coming together within the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind. This is a space for RDs to really hone in on their uniqueness to gain different perspectives from fellow RDs within the field, to think outside the box for their businesses, and to truly lean into their human design, what makes them amazingly unique, and all within a space where we can respect each other's human design, allow for different perspectives, and bring about new ideas for our businesses and ways we can show up that feel 100% us. So if you're down to embrace your human design, embrace your uniqueness, put a little bit of woo in what you do, check out the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind. I have a session starting in a few weeks, but also respecting my human design, I've decided to open up future sessions as well. So maybe you want to plan a little bit into the future and rather than sticking you on a wait list, I would love to have that conversation with you. And then we can find a time that's going to work with your life, with your lifestyle and everything that you have going on to come together in this mastermind setting so that you can really hone in on your uniqueness, using your human design and leveling up in your space, all while connecting with amazing fellow RDs. The link to chat about the Dietitian Collaborative Mastermind is in the show notes. I can't wait to talk to you. It was something that came about halfway into my first full year of business. And what I noticed was happening is we would make some great progress and then we would hit a funky wall where I'm like, this doesn't make sense. 
you know, we need to investigate further and deeper here. And then we would do that, you know, like halfway through my time working with someone. And I'm like, man, if we would have known from the beginning that like your adrenals really needed a lot of support and they were burning through, you know, all the nutrients you need. And I wish I would have known we needed to fix some of this gut microbiome stuff. You would have felt a lot better a lot sooner. So I was like, why is this not a part of the core foundation of bringing in a client into my world to work with me? It's like, this is something that we do from the beginning now. And so I blew up my business and I restructured it (laughs) and I brought it in and it's made such a difference because now I can move through this with clients and there's no guessing. Like we know, you know, what you need based on testing. I do an MSQ or multi-symptom questionnaire that I've tailored to add some other things just based on the population I work with, a lot of other like women's health hormones and and specifics like that. And so from that, I can determine what would be the most valuable testing. And then we're running that from the very beginning. Before we even have our first call, they get their test kits. They're going through that process. I'm helping them coordinate and we can hit the ground running from there. And so I can get crazy results with someone in four months when I used to have to work with someone for six months to a year and we would navigate and we might do testing in the middle. And I just like my efficiency projector brain for anyone who's in human design is like, no, we're going to get this done. You know what I mean? I'm so happy that you brought up human design. We can geek out about that in a second, but continue. (laughs) So I like, I I restructured in a way that not only my business is much more aligned in the way I work best, but my clients are really happy and we have, you know, this amazing something to look at beyond a scale or how do my clothes fit or what do my pictures look like? And it's really rewarding. And so many of them come out the other side and they say, I really feel like you've helped me learn how to be an advocate for my own health. And I just like want to cry when I hear that because I know it's hard to sit there and have a conversation with your healthcare provider when you're like, I hear you that my labs are within normal limits, but these are my symptoms. Yeah. Can we look at this with a closer eye? You know, you know, this is an optimal thyroid function. You know, my dietitian helped me make some changes, but can we support in other ways? You know, so I think understanding that your healthcare gets to be a collaborative process. And so sometimes working with me is the first taste of that, that they get. And so that's really cool that like layer that has been added in that I did not foresee when I started doing lab testing. You're empowering them and helping them see results faster. That is fantastic. So let's unpack this you said that you blew your business up. I feel like that terminology can like be taken either way, right? Like that could be like, oh my God, I blew it up. That was terrible. Or I blew it up. And that's when really cool shit happened for you. That's when really cool shit happened. I would love to know, let's bring the human design element element into this. Cause I'm also a super nerd about this. Yes. Did those two align? Like, did you like find human design around that time as well? Yes. And I started working with a mentor who turned me on to it to be like, hey, you don't have to just follow this framework that someone else outlined. How do you best work? And to be honest, I was kind of disconnected. I was like, I don't know. I just am really good at following directions. Like, um, you know, I had to find that confidence within myself. And so I started learning more about myself. And I'm like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. Yes. And like, it was weird. It was like so creepy how accurate it was. Anyone who has not looked into it, highly recommend. I just love this stuff. I'll link in the show notes, guys. Oh yeah, it's so cool. (laughs) And then I realized like 
oh, like this is why I feel so energetically drained. Like I'm not giving myself these boundaries and I'm not structuring things in a way that works for me. And it totally changed how I approach things. And I'll be honest, when I went through that blowing up period, things lulled. I didn't get on social media and I stopped going and I really went inward and I was like, I'm going to do some work on me and my business. Yeah. And I stopped showing up as much forward facing. And then I kind of had to re dive into that. And so I think that would be like my biggest lesson for anyone who's like, this does not feel aligned. I need to figure out what's next. Just bring your people that support you on social media along for that journey with you. That would be my lesson is, you know, don't just go total recluse, you know, and (laughs) And try to help people understand and like bring them on that journey as you're stepping into a more authentic way of, you know, running your business. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. I can geek out about this for hours. Uh, but I had a similar experience earlier in like April of 2021, again, semi found human design, but also just like, didn't know what to do with it yet. And 2021 was like a major shift because of human design guys. Look into this. It's super friggin' cool. You mentioned you're a projector. I'm a 6-2 manifester. So that shit's, it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that was fun. You kind of already brought this up, but finding alignment in your business, I think is really important. And obviously for you, that came through human design, but are there any other major takeaways that you would tell someone who's maybe in that same, oh my gosh, I'm about to blow up position in their business? A little pep talk would be, um, I had this realization this morning, honestly, I was in a crappy mood. I'm not going to lie. And I was tired and our freaking hungry cat wakes us up every morning for food. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm right. I'm sitting at my dining room table and I'm just trying to be Zen. Right. So I'm journaling and I'm thinking about, I'm like, what am I thankful for? Let's just reframe this. And then I was thinking back and I was like, every single step along the way, there was so much fear, but every single time the universe had my back and the more control and the more freak out and the more anxiety I brought to the situation, I made it more difficult for myself. Yeah. And so I think that if I, you know, could give someone advice, it's just trust that my, one of my mentors says like, if it's in you, it's for you. So if, if that's, that vision is there, like just lean in, don't freaking death grip death grip it, just lean in, roll with it and give yourself some grace in that process. Cause I mean, I, and especially dietitians, a lot of us are so driven. We're type a, you know, we have these, we're going to all be successful. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you decided you want to be an entrepreneur, you will be successful and yeah. you just have to go through the process and don't be married to timelines of when and how much and the money, but just really fall in love with the work and don't be super controlling about it and it'll all flow. I love that. Oh my God. This is perfect. This is perfect. Guys, I'm going to be super <laughs> real with you. We recorded this last week. The file got damaged or whatever happened, but I know for a fact that this conversation was meant to happen in this way. Yeah. So Brooke, I'm so happy that you're here. (laughs) Tell the RDs, well, first of all, how do you like to collab with fellow RDs? Because 
I mean, I would be down to collab in another way as well. So just how would you like yes. to collab with fellow RDs? <laughs> uh, the place I hang out the most is on Instagram. So if anyone ever wants to have like Instagram live or collaborate, I also have a podcast. I love to have people on. It's fun. Sometimes we have an adult beverage. Oh, yeah. We curse, we laugh, we talk about health and people hopefully learn something in the process. <laughs> and I did recently start mentoring entrepreneurs like just starting out dietitian entrepreneurs and so that's been a really exciting kind of evolution that I really like I realized part of my human design I really like to go deep with people yeah so like when I work with people whether that's a nutrition client or with someone one-on-one in business I'm like we are going to do all the things together and really get to know each other and dig in and make sure that like because that to me is the fun part helping someone through a transformation so that's translated well into how I like to collaborate with people I love that all right. So where can RDs find you? What's your podcast, the name, and where can they find you on Instagram? So our podcast is Health Unfiltered. Cool. And on Instagram, I'm at Brooke West underscore RDN. Shoot me a DM if you ever want to talk or you have questions or something resonated with you that you heard. I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Brooke, again, it's been a pleasure. I can literally geek out about human design forever, but I'm really happy that we uh, tailored that to about 20-ish minutes. So good job on us. yes all right right. cool well thank you so much for being on the show and uh talk to you guys next week ciao i mentioned in the show that like she and i had recorded initially and for whatever reason half of the recording was just completely deleted wiped off anywhere and i believe i am such a believer in that things happen in the right place in the right time for the right reasons and Brooke and I just needed to have that conversation. We needed to talk about how human design has really transformed both of our businesses and take the space to geek out about that. So I hope that you guys loved this episode or rather loved listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it for the second time. Funny, again, so funny how things happen like that. So let's do a quick recap. One, Sometimes you have to blow up your business for cool shit to happen. Two, if something doesn't feel aligned in your business, rather than retreating inward, bring your people on social media along for that journey too. Remember guys, the more real we are, the more we're going to attract those real people as well. Three, if it's in you, it's for you. Just lean in. Oh oh my God, such great golden nuggets in this episode. Such great information. Thank you so much, Brooke. This week, guys, my ask is for reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I would love for this show to have greater reach and to just connect with more amazing RDs. So again, share this with your RD bestie, share it on Instagram, and I would really appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All right, guys, until next week. Ciao.